Welcome back to the New Powers podcast, where we review, discuss, and occasionally debate great comic book content. I'm your host, Jay, and I'm here with my phenomenal two co-hosts, Joel and Matches. How are you guys doing? Good. Debates. You get emotional sometimes when I talk about Jesse Eisenberg. (laughs) Only when Jesse Eisenberg is mentioned. That's that's, that's my only switch. (laughs) We're going to be talking about pure passion today. Matches, how are you doing? Yeah, not bad. Thanks. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm not, not too bad. I'm excited. I I got my notes ready. Top five uh, comic book scenes. So I think there's yes. going to be a little bit of overlay. And I think <laughs> maybe I, don't, I think Joel's going to surprise us with a quite with quite a few scenes. In there. <laughs> romantic. <laughs> yeah, I, think... <laughs> I haven't got any guys. <laughs> no romantic. No. <laughs> no, no one this week. No, no. I was all expecting the hate, I... all the hate in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> in the comments below, people leave your best romantic comic book scenes. Anyway. Ooh. That's next week, man. <laughs> it's, it's definitely not, people. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> right. So uh, we're going to be talking about our top five comic book scenes or comic scenes which affected us the most um, throughout comic book content. Um, we're going to be discussing a lot of different topics, a lot of different scenes. Some We've been b- truly blessed with some amazing comic book scenes over the years. So we do our top five. I'm going to start with matches this week. Matches, Ooh, I'm loving okay. the X-Men logo. Um, yeah. <laughs> as, is is there any X-Men on your list? It's unfortunate because um, I actually hate all of the X-Men films. But I'm a big, <laughs> big X-Men fan. But we'll get into that next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll get into that next week. Um, right. Uh, matches, if you want to start off, what is uh, your f- number five comic book scene? Okay. For me, I haven't done it of it's the best scene or but it's got to be the scene that i would want to go back and watch it's got to be epic for me okay and so uh-huh. my number five and it may shock you but i'm going with iron man iron man one and it's the scene where he suits up for the first time oh, and ooh. it's in silver the iron man suit is all in silver and yeah. the music starts kicking in and <laughs> You just see the suit being put on and you just, it's a moment in the film where you're just like, everything is just, it just fits well. And you're like, this is cool. Like it's the first time watching wow. superhero and you're like, he's got, he's got a suit, but damn, he's pretty, he is pretty cool character. Yeah. And it's a complete turnaround from the, from the comics. And when we're watching it as kids, the cartoon, because yeah. we weren't really that interested in Iron Man. But after seeing that scene, I was like, wow, man, I really want an Iron Man suit. Um, wow. So, yeah, that's my number five, especially with the ACDC at the back. Yeah, th- that's, that, scene was, that scene was absolutely perfect. I, I, I still remember watching in cinema and thinking, they've got this character, right? Yeah. They've, they've, man- they've nailed the visual effects. Yeah, well, they're onto something special. Yeah, even if you watch it now, like the visual effects are still great. That was 2000 and seven 2006 that came out yeah and wow. it's it's still great but they add, they managed to add a little bit of it was a very fun scene but it, I, th- I think robbie downey jr really brought his his own presence to yeah to definitely but yeah that scene is it's fantastic i thought when you said iron man i was convinced you were going to go for another another scene within the within the movie i which I thought, one i thought you were going to go with i am iron man oh um, uh, yeah I was thinking to do that, but just for the, the sheer fact of watching it again, that's one scene that I would, I would go on YouTube occasionally and just click the scene and watch really? it. Really? Yeah. Oh, you like it that much? 
Yeah, wow. I really, really like it, man. It's a really That's good it. scene. Yeah. It's so, just so, a really, it's a real cool scene. So that's Joe. that. that uh, <laughs> don't, tell, Joe me, tell, tell me more, man. So you, you like you like it because it's cool, cool. Or, yeah, it's said? cool. It's just a. It sort of embodies Iron Man for me. Um, yeah. He's a cool wow. character. It's yeah. a cool cat, man. Now <laughs> 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 you. Sorry, Joe. I'm, I'm shocked, man. I, I, I know you love the X Men. I know you love Batman. Uh, yeah. You chose Iron Man. <laughs> I just yeah. did not see it. Did not see it coming at all. Like, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't see it coming coming either. And I, I think now thinking about the scene, it is a fantastic scene because it's the first time we actually see him. When you said suit up, I, I honestly thought it was the one where he. There's a, there's quite a few good scenes in that film. Yeah, it's exactly. a brilliant film. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was that you would have also gone for the one where he he goes to, um, I believe it's that Middle Eastern country, and he's. And he's actually in the suit fighting yeah. for the first time. And then oh, yeah. he shoots, and he he hits shoots, the tag. He shoots the tag and then walks yeah, off. That's that, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, that really good. Yeah. Why did you go for so you went for this one over over that one also? Um Yeah. This one is just when you when you listen to him and you watch him, because remember watching the cartoons mm. and they always used to do that when he's suiting up, like the machines will put it on. Yeah. Sort of put it on him. And but he's sort of made it so efficient now. Yeah. Just watching it, seeing how it how it is in like Endgame, and watching it now, how uh, how the early stages, the early yeah. stages, yeah. and you just it makes you appreciate it even more because he he used to have like the like from the comics or not from the cartoon. He used to have like the the machines that used to screw in little bits onto his body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's just it's just really amazing to watch it. Um, yeah. Especially with the, like I said, with the ACDC going, yeah. and then his his eyes lights up. It's just like, oh man! I love the bit where he's uh, he's he's going higher and higher, and then yeah. he uses that line. He, how did you um, resolve the icing problem later on with yeah, exactly. Ironmonger? Yeah, he's, that that film is is absolutely brilliant, and it uh, it set the tone for for the Marvel. Oh, yeah. For the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it was it was Definitely. absolutely absolutely yeah. fantastic. Is that the first time we actually see as well um, Jarvis um, inside the screen, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. It's the first time yeah. we get the interaction with 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 Jarvis. Jarvis took, speaking back to him, and it, yeah. is, it is it is a it is a brilliant scene. It's that he's directed very well by by John Favreau. I kind of uh, I kind of wish he had directed the third one. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah. unfortunately, they didn't, they didn't go down that road. But no, that's a, that's a that's a that's a good good start off good start off point. Um, just a question, just a question, Matt. Just, yeah, you said you never really liked Iron Man before. So this that scene that film don't say it, but your top five superheroes now of all time is he has he got a chance to be in there or uh, my top five superhero or <laughs> moment. Super, actual superhero, but basically yeah. superhero. Yeah, do you like Iron Man more now? Because a lot is he got potential to even make your top five? Or yeah, he definitely has potential. After watching, Iron and Man. remember watching with Jay, like it's not something that we really, really, really sort of watched the Iron Man TV shows. Yeah, I mean it was cool to see all of the different suits, but he wasn't. He was never one of the A listers. Um, but. After that film, it was just a really, really big turnaround where yeah. he was a big player in the game. 
Yeah, and and I mean, for for me, just jumping in, I think what Robbie Downey Jr. did is he added a bit of a bit of showbiz himself, himself <laughs> but not a, yeah. a bit of showbiz to the character. The Iron Man in the comics has always been, and and even on the show, he's always been slightly flawed, and they've always played up on the problem with his heart. He needs the machines for his heart to to keep to keep running. Um, and they kind of, I, I got the feeling or impression when I was when I was younger that they kind of made it tried to make him a bit more of a sympathetic character mm. where they're all, do you know I mean like he's, he has to, he needs the machines to survive. And what Robbie Downey Jr. does is he, he did in his performance in, especially that film, he made you want to be Iron Man. Yeah, definitely. Do you know I mean billionaire playboy philanthropist? He, he was just, you wanted, you wanted to have the money. You wanted to have the yeah. Iron Man. So you want to have the cars, you want to have the house on the hill, like yeah. it, it just he was just his whole performance like whenever he spoke he was the funniest person in the room he was the smartest person in the room and he added so much to the character and he, i think that's what drew audiences in it wasn't yeah. a no disrespect to previous bro- broody characters but it was it was a character where the okay, audience Mark. could yeah they, yeah the audience <laughs> could like it <laughs> Leave out. <laughs> <laughs> you better be number one, John. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, he's not on there. He's not, John. <laughs> he's not on there. No. <laughs> it's, I think. I think it was audiences. I think it was like him. He made the performance made possible that people yeah. wanted to be Iron Man. And I think that scene probably em- embodies it the most where you're like, yeah, I want that suit. And yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's, it is a great, it is quite a magical scene when you think about mm. it. And it's one that's not, not really spoken enough about because Definitely. there's so, so many great other scenes in that yeah. film. Um, I think people f- tend to forget. No, the other thing is as well, it's just, I like seeing people doing their craft when they're at their peak, when they're, when they're the best at what they do. And that, that scene is just, You've taken someone now who's who's the best at doing something, and he's, he's shown you this is what he does. He's made his end product now. Well, it's not his end product, but he's made his product there, and you just you watched him make it, and you're like, whoa, he's made something really, really cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, very good, very good, uh, absolutely. Okay, um, Joel, what's your number five? You're gonna, Gosh, you're, gonna surpri- you're gonna surprise me, Joel. I know you are. Nah, 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 nah. nah. <laughs> We, we, we spoke about this scene before, actually. Um, my Probably my favourite, well, second favourite Batman scene of all time. Uh, but my bat, my favourite Batman film of all time, which is Batman Mask of the, the Phantasm. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I see your face there. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Here, we Here we go. Here we go. But the scene, I, I've spoken about it before, but the scene at, at the grave, Batman is a character, right? He embodies... Clinging on to pain, clinging on to anger, hate. He, he, I suppose, post traumatic stress, and the Batman is a broken character, right? That scene, which is designed by a, a film noir sort of style, the heavy rain, the shadows, beautifully, um, beautifully uh, shot, if you can call it shot. The quotes in this, I'm going to read some of them out now, man. This is Batman saying, I didn't count on being happy, which we said last time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Um, it just doesn't hurt anymore. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. my days. I'm getting emotional just, just reading it out. Um, I don't want to let you down. 
Batman saying that about to his parents. Batman is Batman because he doesn't want to let them down there, their name down. Let somebody else take the risk. Please, I need to be happy. Oh, oh man, dead. <laughs> this this is bat this is Batman at his breaking point. And for me, this is him saying he doesn't want to be um damaged, doesn't want to be hurt anymore. He's got a chance to escape. And then obviously we we know what happens in the film, but um yeah, but yeah, it's for me such an emotional scene. Uh I watched it again on YouTube getting ready for this and yeah, it is it's definitely for me, definitely the second best Batman scene of all time. Of all time. Of all time, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm expecting I'm expecting the it to be further up your list, another Batman scene. I don't know if it's yeah. from the same film, but you're actually right. We, uh, we I think it was the um it was the comic book rev- animated review that we did That's a few right, weeks yeah. ago and you mentioned it and I, I actually went back and and watched it after your recommendation and i have to say it's it is a fantastic film it's it's absolutely absolutely brilliant they they nailed the psychology of batman down to a t and it had a it's a great twist on his origin that he was very close not to becoming the dark knight yeah and if she hadn't left he probably wouldn't have ever gone down that path but that scene in particular that you mentioned when watching it back you can see, I know it's animation, but the, just the lines, yeah, the lines that you mentioned, it, it, it adds so much emotion to the character. I didn't plan to be happy. And he feels like he has to, and that just speaks, he, he feels he has to apologise or justify to mm, his parents yeah. who, who are dead. Yes, yes. And, and you're, you're right, it's, it, it's, a, it's, there's so much depth in that scene. And you can tell that the writers, well, they did Batman, the animated series, but you could tell the writers yeah. had really thought about that scene in particular. Um, yeah. I didn't plan on on being happy, and he wants their their permission yeah, to be happy. To be happy, <laughs> and then she and then she turns she turns up and she says, "Well, maybe they sent me." Yes. Um, yeah, which which I think is was it, it's a fan. It is a brilliant. It's a brilliant yeah. scene. I don't know if it'd make my best. <laughs> Scene of, <laughs> of all time, but my top five. But it's, yeah, it is, it is a fantastic scene. And anyone who hasn't seen Mask of the Phantasm, because people don't really speak about it, do they, Joel? They That's the true. Yeah, is, there is there is one actually good review on on YouTube. It's about twenty minutes long, man. It's just some guy saying why it is the best um, uh, Batman film of all time. Is it you, Joel? He does. He does it a lot better than me, man. It's definitely worth a, a go. I can't remember what he's called, but yeah, it's it's definitely the best Batman film, definitely for me. Anyway, it's all subjective, isn't it? But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a fantastic. That's a fantastic. There's a there's a few good scenes in that in that in that film. Yes. That, why did you go for for that one in particular? Um, the well, I, I love the romance as well. <laughs> okay, so the girl did have a romance, but well, as you said, it? She, she, uh, Andrea shows up at the end, and she's like, "Perhaps they sent me." Just what, yeah. what you said there. Um, it's all about love, and that Batman is in love. He's got his chance to to be happy. I, I guess mm. you know, we, we, all three of us are a bit of emotional characters, aren't we? <laughs> a bit like <laughs> a bit, bit like Batman. Batman, you could say, you know, we were a bit damaged if i can say that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you can happily say that yeah <laughs> so yeah. i i definitely definitely relate to to batman in this scene uh 
just praying for a chance to be happy, you could say. I mean, it was, that's got quite dark there, isn't it? But yeah, I, I relate to Batman in the scene a lot. Again, I love film noir. I love that artistic approach to, to films and to animation. So it's, it's just a mental health, obviously, I work in mental health. So I'm fascinated by by that area. So it's just, yeah, it's, it's got me written all over that scene and the film, to be honest. No, that, that is a fantastic scene. I think for, for me, I think looking at that film, um, I, I really enjoyed the, the, the flashback where he goes to the World Fair and he's looking at all the different, he's looking at all the different cars and you can see one of them potentially becomes the Batmobile. And it's when they go outside and he's distracted by Andrea and, he get, and the robbers end up getting away and he's frustrated. I think that's mm. just before it leads on to your scene, if, oh, I'm, if I remember correctly. But I, I just thought, yeah, again, that's a, just a fantastic example of explaining why he can't do both. There's no leeway. There's only, to be honest, the only person you could probably do both with is Catwoman, uh, Selena Kyle. But yeah. there's no leeway for where Andrea was at that time. He either had to walk away or yeah. commit to. Uh, commit to her but you know it's uh, it's you're right it's, it is a fantastic film it doesn't get enough pre- appreciation at all but um yeah absolutely brilliant um okay i'll go on to my number five mine is i've got two i've got a few scenes in this in this film but mm-hmm. mine's is um batman and the joker interrogation scene yes uh, on the dark oh yeah yeah um, I had to make my, my number five just simply because the the conversation between the Joker and Batman and the tension in the room and with the way it's directed, the music just builds and builds and builds to the point where and Joker's just pushing his buttons. And I think, honestly, like that is Joker is probably my favorite Batman villain just because he's polar, he's polar opposites and he's, and he knows how to push Batman's buttons. Mm. And in that scene, it, I think it, it basically intensified what that relationship is. It's the yin and yang. It's the dark night. It's the, the clown prince of crime. The Heath Ledger's performance is ridiculously good. Every little mannerism, every, mm. the way he delivers each line, the way Batman's basically beating the crap out of him and he's just laughing in his face, laughing in his face. And he's so psychotic. That performance is uh, seriously that scene. Every time I watch it, it gives me chills. Like it, it, it is absolutely brilliant. That's my number five. I just, this is just absolutely fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. That was going to be on mine as well. Was it? (laughs) Yeah, it was. Yeah. Did you remove it? (laughs) Uh, you'll you'll have to wait and see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, I think that for a Batman scene, because I've got another scene and I've got another scene coming up, but for a bat, I think Joel, that's the best Batman scene. That 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 put conversation between the Joker and Batman. Yeah, yeah I do. I just think it's it's it sums up the the their rivalry. It's got everything that you would. One, there are some great other ones. There's one at the end of The Dark Knight where he's like the unstoppable force versus the immovable object, and you and I are destined to do this forever. I love, I love that one also where he's hanging upside down the roof. 
But that interrogation scene where he manipulates Batman to, to go after Harvey Dent and Batman's, he's again, we, we discussed this previously. He's never come up against anybody like that. He's, yeah. you, can, you can tell he's throwing everything he can. He's, he's being physical. He's trying to scare him. He's roughing him up. He's smacking him against the tables. The walls. He even locks the door. Commissioner Gordon can't get in. And yeah. it's just so tense because you don't know if what Batman's going to do. And he's just punching and punching him. And the Joker's not even flinching. It's like he kind of expected it. It's just, yeah. it's just absolutely, it's a brilliant, brilliant comic book scene. It's not, there's not a lot of action in it, but the dialogue between the two and everything the Joker said pretty much came to pass about right. the people of Gotham and good people will turn when, when under enough pressure. It's, I, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. You, me- you mentioned the soundtrack as well, and it's, it's, it's that intro- oh, yeah. I, can't, I can't do it, but it's that, that tense. It produces yeah. so much tense in that se- in that one scene in that small area as well, isn't it? It's, yeah, yeah, very good, very good. Yeah, yes, it's, it's brilliantly shot, brilliantly acted. The the music's the music's fantastic. The dialogue is is absolutely brilliant, and yeah. I I just love seeing Batman speak to the Joker. I could watch Joker in a padded cell yeah. speaking to Batman for hours on end. And yeah. the fact that he's trying to catch Harvey Dent is, or trying to get to Harvey Dent is brilliant. And the fact as well that the Joker escapes by using the piece of glass, yeah. which, which Batman yeah. broke. Oh man! Yeah, it's, it's like he, pl- he planned all that, planned it from the start. He knew he would he would escape. He knew what he was doing. He knew what to say. And it's just I I always say whenever there's a comic book villain, that's why I, I possibly think Joke Heath Ledger's Joker is maybe one of the best comic villains we've ever had, if not the best, it's what they do to, to the hero and how they push them to the limit. I always look for that in a comic book movie. It's what the, the villain does. If the villain doesn't really stand up strong, it, it, it becomes quite forgettable. But yeah. I always remember what the villain did to push them over the edge and break, possibly break them. Sorry, what were you going to say? So yeah, the, the villain is more important than the superhero in many ways. Like you can have, uh, you can think of many. Four, four has had really good films, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, four two, the baddie. I can't. I don't know what he's called. Yeah, uh, Malik Malekith. But yeah, Malekith. That's it. Yeah, yeah. You, you, Thor. You can look at Thor. Look at Ant Man and the Wasp. Um, you look at just if you look at through the MCU, and that's that's where I think some of the MCU movies fall down. Is that it's yeah. more focused on the hero. And I yeah. get that. That's that's their strength. It's the hero is always the focus. But for for me, for it to be a truly memorable film, it had the the hero, the villain has to stand up. Now, if you look at somewhere, some Ultron is oh, I think Ultron is overall a great villain. Um that's a guy's near me. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, it's a bit of feedback. Ultron Ultron is a is overall a great villain in the comics. But I, I think that they it fell flat and that's why it, Age of Ultron isn't very memorable. It's not something I regularly go back and watch. Just yeah. because where Loki was in the first one, Loki was brilliant. Thanos was brilliant in the in Infinity War and Endgame. It's, it is about the, all the villain for me and it's the yin and yang. Yeah. It, that, that scene doesn't work if both actors aren't the um, Joker and Batman. Uh, Bale and Heath. It, it doesn't work if both of them are off their game. They're both giving everything in mm. that scene, and it's mm. and the fact that Heath just reacts off 
it just flows. It just flow, flows absolutely brilliant. It's not. It's not a great action scene. It's, it's not something that people people usually mention when they talk about the Dark Knight. But for me, it's it's fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, you don't. You don't need a good action day to have a good scene. It's no, yeah, you don't. Definitely. Uh, no, 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 you don't. You don't. Yeah. Absolutely, Joe. I, I agree. It's not. It's not always. It's especially with. And this is where I think what what took the Dark Knight to a different level of storytelling and comic book movies, it surpassed it. Where, yeah. where, 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 Winter, sorry, where Winter Soldier turned into international spy, yes. spy thriller, The Dark Knight turned it into a thriller mystery. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It was so tense. Yeah. There's, there's so many different aspects to that film. There's heists, there's, there's a political intrigue, um, mm. politics. It's, it's, it's fantastic sociology there's there's so much in that film and you don't always need a a big battle up battle them up you don't need some of the best scenes are just two people speaking and the yes. dialogue that's because the script is so good though. it's fantastic yeah it's absolutely so it's absolutely yeah. brilliant it just flows it, yeah. there's no there's no lines where you're like it takes you out of the film everyone's very clear on what they're doing in the film <laughs> that man is doing <laughs> it's the it's the best superhero film of all time, man. I tell you, uh, John, that is, <laughs> it, is, it is. I know there's a scene. John's got that on his list. <laughs> I, I have actually I haven't got any any scenes in that film. None. At that all. sums it up. Then, <laughs> <laughs> as a, as a as a collective, it's it's the best for me. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, do you know what? I actually did have the scene from Malastil in my no. no. I took it out. Yeah. Which one? Out. You got to oh, tell okay. me, man. It was Smallville. Uh, Smallville scene, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Scene. The, small, the action, the small, action scene, the action scene. I just the, even the way it started, where he comes out of nowhere and he's like, "You think you can do that to my mother?" And he's just pounding him into the ground. And then never he, seen that from a Superman, isn't it? Yeah, I've, I've always wanted to see that from Superman. And then um, Fiora, uh, which is oh, the, yes. the army, she is sick. Uh, <laughs> She's so yeah, good. Man. Yeah, yeah. So but I, I took it out for a reason but anything else anything <laughs> anything else in that film you watch your mouth man <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's my uh, that's my number five batman versus the joker um we'll just, go to my, sorry joe just quickly I, I was quite surprised it's amazing scene which you, you've, you've said there mm. but the opening scene with the joker uh, I, oh, uh yeah. maybe maybe it's lit oh, yeah, cool, yeah. no that's right but, no? yeah that, might turn up that might not turn it might up. turn up yeah yeah, yeah might <laughs> <laughs> that might turn up later <laughs> but no but you're right there are there are some there are so many fantastic scenes in that film it's, yeah. it's absolutely brilliant um right number four matches what you got man <laughs> you guys are either gonna hate me or are gonna get some hate comments in this <laughs> from this one but Why? for this one i've actually gone to the dark knight rises Yes, man. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that film. <laughs> okay. So let me let me let me paint the picture for for the audience that doesn't remember or doesn't know. But we all went to watch this one. <laughs> Joel travelled down from up north, and he travelled down in a. Was it? What were you wearing? Was it a Superman uh, costume? Uh, you guys were late, man. I had to. I had to sit in the pub. We had a Batman suit, drinking, drinking, dressed dress as Batman, <laughs> waiting for you guys. <laughs> I was so drunk when you arrived. Yeah. <laughs> Did anybody say anything, Joel? I don't think so, no, man, no. 
They thought I was in stables. <laughs> they stayed. They stayed clear. It's just. A, it's just another night in London. I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> and the the outfit looked like it was a kid's outfit. <laughs> Probably was. I bought a kids Captain America one for for the first Avenger film and wore that to the cinema. We need to see pictures of that, Joe. We need to see pictures. <laughs> I lost all them now. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that that was funny. But you were drinking so much that when we actually went went to watch the film, um, <laughs> you fell asleep. Because <laughs> we, our showing was up. Was it a midnight? It's a midnight show. Yeah, it was yeah. a midnight showing, and you yeah, fell asleep. I remember I asked Joel at the end of it, Joel, what do you think of the film? Because yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> I said it's like the best Batman film I've ever seen, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Good time, I digress. Yeah. Oh, For that, the reason why I picked on the scene, I think you guys probably can guess it, is um is Bane. Mm. So when Bane breaks Batman's back. Um, this is a scene that I did not expect to show up in a realistic version of Batman. Um, I didn't think Nolan would put it in, but mm. I felt like he put it in for fan service. It just wasn't necessary for for the film, but he put it in. He broke Batman's back, got broken, mm. and I remember looking over at both of you guys, and I remember it's just a moment that I won't forget. And that's mm. the reason why I've got it number four. But mm. I just, my mouth is just so shocked that Bane actually yeah. done it. He, yeah. broke, he broke his back. Um, yeah. And then the thing often, I know a lot of people don't like The Dark Knight Rises um, and, and they've got issues with it. And they, they keep complaining about, oh, how did he recover from it so quickly? Um, but my take on it is the pit that he goes into is... Is that a form of, that's the form of the Lazarus pit, isn't it? Yeah. Is it so, really? It's, it's, it's supposed to be a representation of the Lazarus Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. So that's my, that's why I love it even more. So a lot of people are like, yes. oh, that doesn't make sense. Why the thing, why has it done that? But he goes in to sort of quotation marks, Lazarus pit, and then he comes yes. out reborn. Yeah. Um, yes. So that just added an extra element of, of wow. epicness for me. But yeah, that's my yeah. number four. Yeah, why, yeah. why Why? have you not told me that and we've been, we know each other all our life <laughs> you're too busy sleeping <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. yeah I think that's something a lot of people tend to miss because it's not yeah. directly obvious and it is, it is him come, being reborn and coming yeah. back out of the pit and reborn as, as Batman um, mm. yeah I mean for, for me I'm one of those people that wasn't a massive fan of yeah, Dark Knight Rises. I think I remember leaving the cinema and not being completely sure on the film. And I remember watching it six or seven times again after that in the cinema. So, yeah, but there are some bad, bad scenes in that. <laughs> yeah, there's some, there's some really bad scenes, and I wasn't really happy with the way it finished and the way it oh, yeah. rounded off. So I, I struggled to watch it again. But and even then, some of the fight scenes weren't, especially that 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 yeah. scene in particular. The fight scene was yeah. great, but the dialogue from Bane, uh, from oh, yeah. performance, performance from Tom Tom Hardy is 
is is absolutely brilliant. Come on, Jamal. Let's, let's see. <laughs> let's see. You really are not in the dark. <laughs> You're going to have to edit that, edit that bit out, man. No, no, that's No, no, yes. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I love I do I I do love the dialogue in in during that fight scene and Bane is just re- completely relentless and it's a fantastic casting and again yeah, Anne yeah. Hathaway is as Catwoman I think she's the best Catwoman we've ever had but um, <laughs> Joel's like mm, better, than Fife, it, better than Pfeiffer better than yeah she's better than Pfeiffer that's my opinion. <laughs> Joel's trying to think. I'm trying to think. No, no, she was good. Yeah, she was good. I'm just trying to think now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're probably right, aren't you? Yeah, I think so. I think that's my opinion anyway. People are probably going to put a thumbs down, but I don't give a shit. (laughs) 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 Um, But yeah, I I think there were some really good aspects of it. But again, like you, I think part of it was fan service. um, Yeah. Especially the breaking of the bat. The back i didn't think i remember looking over at you thinking shit he actually did it yeah i know yeah how is he gonna because it's it's not it's quite far into the i think it's like halfway or just beyond halfway so mm. you're like how's he gonna recover from a back injury yeah yeah <laughs> in time but it, it manages to happen anyway but i i from that from that film i think when he actually rises from the pit is oh is, yeah when Epic. He's cli- when he's climbing and they're and they're, I can't even remember. He got the soundtrack at the back. The soundtrack at the back and they're chanting and he just and he's just rising and ri- and then he just stands up right at the end and then the music kicks in. Yeah. It's Without the know. rope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Without uh, the rope, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very good film. Yeah. Good choice, bro. It's got me questioning now. You must have a dark night later on in, in your list. Mm, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I you can't, you can't have rises. I think me and Matches have got the same one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. We've Possibly. We've got the same As one. As if. As if. Wow. Uh, Joel, number four. What you got, man? Probably a lot of hate, to be honest. <laughs> I haven't got any Dark Knight or any, uh, yeah, any, <laughs> any of those films. But anyway, <laughs> t- tell me you guys have seen Kick-Ass. Yes, yes, I love it. Oh, good, man, good. Yeah, I was getting nervous, man. The um, it's a scene in this film, man. It's, it's a spoiler it's the audience if you're listening, like it's a spoiler. But Big Daddy uh, and Kit and Kickass are tied up in a chair, two two separate chairs. Um, oh yes, oh, yes, man, yes. His ten year old ten year old daughter <laughs> is trying to attempt a, a rescue mission. Yeah. Uh, and this yeah. is this is a, this is an R-rated film. It's eighteen. You got blood. You got you got death and everything, man. Yeah, this ten-year-old girl um, sees her dad get set on fire, and as this is Nicolas Cage as well. Yeah. And as Nicolas Cage is, is burning, he sees a hit girl, a ten-year-old girl. Yeah, and he's screaming rather than screaming out in pain. He's screaming out advice to, to yeah. hit girl on how to stay alive from that man. Eddie, I'm not a father yet. Maybe one day I will be. But to see a father, his own his own needs or his own life mm. over his his daughter, screaming to her, "Watch out, duck or do whatever, man!" Oh, and in slow motion, the, it's got the, the the flashing lights as well. Yeah, um, gory, the gore, it's the soundtrack. Oh, oh man, I'm, this, yeah. <laughs> <I'd> love- <laughs> uh, to be honest, I, I I I was tempted to put this scene a lot lower because because of that. 
the concept of it is just oh Nicolas Cage's performance of you know he's you can, brilliant he is brilliant yeah when he when he's crying out it's you know he's in pain he's like yeah. oh, no, 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 oh, it's, <laughs> it's an incredible performance from him from hit go that oh, this film is is definitely worth a watch if no one's seen it I've just ruined it now anyway but if you haven't seen it <laughs> do watch it anyway but yeah you guys I'm, like I know I loved it I've I haven't yeah. seen it in I haven't seen it in years to be honest and it's one of those films where I remember when it first came out and I remember watching it over and over and over again. And the, because of the, the action and it was just so realistic and it was, it, it, it still is. It's a great film. I wasn't too much. I'd enjoyed the second one. Some yeah. of the, some of the, the lines in the second one. <laughs> oh man. I love the second one. Yeah. Really? I, I was, yeah. <laughs> I'm the motherfucker. <laughs> You said it, man. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that film is funny. But no, I remember, I remember that scene. I mean, Joe, why, why is it in your top five? Is it, is that, is that, is there any reason why in particular you've put it in your top five over a big blockbuster? Or is it just the connection that Nicolas Cage had with uh, Chloe Grace Moretz in that scene that made it into your top five? Yeah, no. I, I, my list is not it's not built up on on what's popular or whatever. It's, it seems which, like like Matthew said earlier, that like what impacts me emotionally. Yeah. Just to see a father put, as I said, put his needs above his daughter's to keep her alive while he's burning. You can see the flesh melting on it. Oh, it's graphic scene and it's beautiful slow motion. I love my slow motion like Zack Snyder, you know. But um, yeah, it's just the, for the emotional impact. The action, the soundtrack, all of the above. It just for me, it just works so well together to to, to create a, a almost perfect scene in many ways. Yeah, can I just add? Oh, yeah, no, it's just saying as well. With that scene, it's sort of like he's been training her, and then this is the moment where he passes the torch over. Yeah, but no yeah, pun intended, yeah. isn't it? Because she now <laughs> <laughs> she she now has to go solo, and yeah. she is another fun. One thing he actually says switch the quick kryptonite um that's the flashing light that they use no. <laughs> yeah it's called kryptonite how do you yeah. know that matches man? yeah it's called kryptonite. You, love that, you, you love that scene or something yeah i love uh, honestly i love that scene i actually forgot yeah. to add it um oh, but yeah matches. it's really cool the, the good before before that fight scene as well um uh, big daddy drinks a cup of cocoa that's what yeah. he always does right and then when he when hit girl goes back the cocoa is still there's two glasses there, isn't it? So basically, yeah. Yeah. she's she's emotional because obviously he'll, he'll never get to drink that, that cocoa. Yeah. Is that connection? So oh that, man, that emotional impact that that, that whole scene has. It's oh, beautiful, beautiful. Matthew Vaughan, great director. I don't know if you've seen yeah. uh, uh, Kingsman, the first Kingsman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic, great film. Yeah, and obviously First Class as well. Is yeah. he's got a good track record of, of making good geek films, mm. really. He has, yeah, and he and he if it's it's extremely, especially Kickass, it's extremely grounded. But the yeah. the action scenes and the choreography and the it felt very blockbustery when I was watching it. It felt it didn't feel like a a joke. It felt quite serious, and the costume, yeah. design, the costume designs and the yeah. storyline. And um, who's the name of the, the villain? Uh, what's this? What's the actor's name? I can't remember. Um, the English gentleman who's bold because yeah, um, yeah. he's also he's also. I wanted him as Lex. I wanted yeah, him as Lex too. Yeah, I wanted him as Lex too. Um, because he's also um, is it Mark Strong? 
Mark Strong, that's it. Yeah, whatever. that's it. Yeah, Mark Strong. Yeah. He's also Sinestro. He's he's absolutely fantastic in it. Also, yeah. he's he's yeah. absolutely brilliant. The, like the, the casting is 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 top notch. And it's a, I think it's a, again, it's another film that people don't really talk about anymore. Yeah, shame. They, they don't. I kind of think that Kickass is a film that if it was released now. Yes. It probably would it probably do a lot better at the box office. Yeah, I think true. I think it was a, a little bit of ahead of its time. It's, it's yeah. kind of like um also Mystery Men. That came out, <laughs> yes. that came out in 1999. That, that so film good. that's another film that came out way before the yeah. superhero gold rush. Yeah. And it was 97, sorry, I think. 97. And it's way before the superhero gold rush or the golden age we've got at the moment. But it's just fantastic absolutely brilliant yeah. yeah yeah definitely but kick-ass is yeah i think if it came out now it it, it probably would break records on records because it was just for its time it was just revolutionary you just think mm. if you think about it, it was just a, a kid who i think he's got nerve damage and <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it sounds it sounds quite funny but it's like to the extent of what it was it was it was hilarious and there was nothing else like it at the time at the time was there Matt just told a story about me earlier it's time I repay the favour but I remember walking around (laughs) walking around a a shopping centre and and Matt you were saying I just don't know what to do with my life like my my only dream I ever wanted to do was to be a superhero (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) I just want to be a superhero (laughs) (laughs) oh I think we've uh, all had, we've all had that dream before. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it's, an inter- it's an interesting concept, though. Right? It's like in this day and age, when people have money, people have time. No one, you know, you never hear about anyone dressing up as a superhero to, to fight crime, do you? Yeah, no, we, 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 we realized why we saw. <laughs> <laughs> I think that put people straight off. It's <laughs> a good point, yeah. Because it um, was it was literally just normal people dressing up and. You see to the extent, even with all the training hit girl had and, and stuff, mm-hmm. you, you see the the damage it does to yeah to lives. So I think it's a, det- a yeah. massive deterrent. But yeah. Yeah. if I had the, if I had Joel, the money, so. Joe, did you like um number two? No, it's got some really good elements, but no, I think most of it was was pretty poor, to be honest. And really? Pale, yeah, a pale reflection of, of the first one, really. But why why did you like it? I thought it was just really funny. Yeah, it was completely different from the first one, but mm. for that reason, I don't think I disliked it anymore than in the other ones. Yeah, it's good to see um, Jim Carrey in a whole different role. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love seeing that. Yeah, 100%. I have to I have to go back and watch it to be fair because it's been a, it's been a long time. So yeah, I might like it now. Yeah, it's a shame they didn't. I thought they were going to end it on a third. The way it ended. It's yeah, like, definitely. It seemed like it was going to turn into a third film, but they, it, I'm not sure why that there was an appetite or it didn't make the money that it, they expected to. But yeah, which is a sh- which is a shame. Um, but no, that's a great choice, Joe. I think you've inspired me again. Usually, usually come up with something, and it usually gets me to go back and and watch yeah. it, review nice. it. So that's that's definitely on my hit list this weekend. Um, no pun intended. No, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Um, mine is um, number four. So this scene, I think this scene took a lot of comic book films to a different level and it took the MCU to a 
different level. I think matches can kind of guess what it's going to be, but it's the airport scene in Civil War. Oh, yes. It's that that scene. I think it was the first we we usually had glimpses of Thor versus Iron Man and um Iron Man versus Hulk and you got the the kind of gist of here superhero on super, on superhero and you, and you got the amazing hand-to-hand combat that you had in in um Winter Soldier. But this is I think is the first time that you actually saw hero going hero against hero you've got the you've got iron man and cap and and you've got black panther and spider-man black widow with the soldier wonder just going at it at the airport scene it, it lasts 23 minutes but it's the mix of hand-to-hand combat superpowers tech friends friends against friends enemies against enemies and it's just a fantastic scene it's one that i've i can watch over and over and over again without without any question at all and there's so many great great lines there's so many shocking bits in it and it's for me it's the first time that you i think it's the first time that we see spider-man actually fight in the mcu Mm. and when he catches one of our favorite bits is when Bucky goes to punch him and he just stops it. And he's, he's like, you got a metal arm, dude? That is awesome. Yes. <laughs> and he, yes. and just, um, you see Bucky's face. He's just like, what the hell is this kid like? Yeah. <laughs> and when Sam webs him up and he's like, I don't know if you've been in a fight before, but there's never this much talking. It's just, that was that's the Spider-Man I've, I've always yes. wanted to see. That quick, witty Obviously, he doesn't have the, and I've I've said this about Tom Holland Spider Man. I hope he he'll grow into it. He doesn't have the confidence or the swagger of Spider Man yet. Mm-hmm. He's got the mouth of Spider Man, yeah. and yeah. that's one thing that I don't think Andrew Garfield got right. He was better mm-hmm. than Tobey Maguire because Tobey Maguire had no charisma. Tobey Maguire was a great Peter Parker, but not a great Spider Man. Yeah, Andrew Garfield. Saying, yeah. Andrew Garfield was a good Spider-Man, but not a great Peter Parker. He was way too cool to be Peter Parker. Yeah. I think Tom yeah. Holland has managed to nail Spider-Man to a certain extent. He's, he's the closest we've got. And Peter Parker is younger, so it's difficult to say what he'll, he'll develop into. But that, that seems just so, so memorable. It's, uh, it's such a fantastic scene. Absolutely brilliant. So that's my, that's my number four. Very good, yeah. Any, any negatives? Of the scene, it didn't last longer. That was my. <laughs> 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 um, the, the, no, sorry, let's just. Uh, I like like you, man. I I love the scene a lot, man. It's very good. Yeah. The only reason it didn't make my scene is because you you knew nothing was really going to happen. They were they were just they were not throwing their punches, but they were heroes fighting heroes. If you know what, what you I mean? mean? No, I don't know. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what do you mean, Joe? Like no, no one was gonna die in it. No one was. There was no. Oh yes. What, what yeah. does someone have to die? No, no. It's, it's no. It's, it's to add to add the uh, add the, the anti the intense, yeah, add yeah, the anti yeah. I think I think they tried to. That's a good point. I think they they, they tried to do that with um, War, Machine. War Machine at the end yeah. and War Machine falling because I remember watching the trailer and thinking, oh shit. Is War Machine gonna die? And you see Tony standing. I think in the trailer, yeah. Tony's over him, and he, right. he looks distraught. And I think they tried to add that into the scene, but I, I just think that for 
for what it was, that's the closest. Like we used to, we grew up watching the animated cartoons. So we yeah. grew up watching Spider-Man and X-Men and so on and so forth. But, and usually see, sometimes you get Wolverine fighting Spider-Man or you get Iron Man and uh, fighting Venom. And it's something that you'd never seen before in a, mm. in a superhero film. And for me, it just took me back to my childhood because it was a case of you've got, you've got elements like Ant-Man growing gigantic yeah. and then yeah. then then he's fighting spider-man and iron man and war machine that's that's it's, it's, it's mm. if you explain to anyone it's ridiculous but we would see that on a saturday morning every week yeah we would see yeah. that ridiculous use of your of your powers and spider-man fighting captain america like what the hell what was i jimmy like what was i watching i didn't i couldn't believe that i was actually watching spider-man yeah. take on cap at that time and it's always something where oh who would who would win a fight cap or iron man or spider-man when you're a kid you're like yeah spider-man would beat up superman blah blah blah, blah. yeah what, do you know what i mean that's the conversations you have in the playground but yeah to to be able to be a 30 year old watching that on screen and something that i've always wanted to see to see it fulfilled yeah that's what it took me back to my childhood and that's probably why i've got i don't really mind if it didn't it didn't pay off in any way or there wasn't any tension it was just watching characters i love with great dialogue doing amazing things on screen oh Um, yeah i'm just scratching for 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 conversation and and negativity (laughs) to be honest no 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 no. (laughs) honestly man i i agree with everything you've just said there's only one there's one scene in that fight when i'm like oh come on man it's when um black widow is fighting somebody and i can't remember who she's fighting and she's making okay. a joke she's making is it hawkeye and she's making yes, a joke okay. a joke yeah. when, while they're fighting each other and i'm like, we're having dinner later yeah she's, <laughs> i think she says she's another. Uh, no, are we are we still friends and he's like depends oh yeah that's you, it yeah. depends how hard you you hit me but then but then yeah. she then wanda kind of throws her across the <laughs> across and she's like you were pulling your punches and I, yeah. I get no, I get it. It was kind of like, but those two were never gonna really fight each other. Yeah. I say, I'm just scratching the, 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 yeah, the yeah, surface, no. really. Yeah, but that's the little bit negative I have for that scene is that I would have loved if everybody everybody really believed what they were fighting for. Therefore, th- that would have yeah. I think maybe I, th- I think they did. I, I think I think at the start they were very standoffish because Iron Man is like, uh, I think Iron Man says in that scene. Um, I plan to take it easy on them. Do you, do you, do you want to mix it up or, or something like that? He says something like that. And then I think mm. after that, it gets serious, but I think where it gets really serious is that last fight scene in that film where oh, Iron yeah. Man with the soldier. Yeah. And oh, man. That, that, that's where it gets, that's where it gets deep. Like that's where, yeah. when, 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 um, Zemo. Uh, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was the it was the zero did cause it, but uh, no, it, that's that's where it got deep for me. That's where when Bucky's trying to take out IMS Chess and he blasts his arm off, and then he's like, Yeah, he's my friend, yeah. he's like, So was I. That that scene is, yeah, that scene is fantastic, and it, it didn't make my my yeah. list or didn't I didn't put it on there just because this scene is something I'd always want to see, even from, from when I was younger, that yeah, I never well, thought I never thought I'd get to ever get to see we never see superheroes on the screen like that but yeah that's my my number four yeah great choice not to not to say it on a somber note but um remember um john snap 
he said that was his favorite scene as well. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. yeah. yeah Poor guy, man. Rest yeah, in peace. Yeah. He got to see Doc, uh, Dr. How many guys? Doctors. What he loved. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. That's his favorite yeah. superhero. Yeah, and he got yeah. to see it. And he, he loved it so much. He said so. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, he's, That's yeah, good. Rest in peace, man. Rest in peace. Um. um okay. Number. That was, so that was my number four. Uh, number three. Matches. What you got? Okay. Number three. Um, how many? I don't know if I've got two of them. No, I haven't. Okay, well, back to back is Batman again. <laughs> um, but this time I'm going with the, the end of the Dark Knight. Um, yeah, the ending sequence where he gives his little speech, and I, for me, that just sums up Batman, where he's, he's gone through the whole film as a hero and he's lost the love of his life. Um, and then he has to give it up. He has to, he can't take any credit for it, but he's just gonna once again. He's gonna take the world, the weight of the world on his shoulders, and keep going. Mm. And that little summary of how they sum it up in their speech—that he's um, he's the Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's just amazing, amazing. Yeah. Goose, goosebumps every single time that i watch it and for that reason it just has to be it should have been could have been up there higher but it, it just had to be on the, on the list there very good no that's yeah. you're, you're right that that scene every time i watch it i get i get goosebumps too because it's just it's so emotive and the the dialogue and just um gary oldman the way he's yeah. delivering delivering each line and the amount of shit batman went through in that film yeah to that to that point where he actually becomes the Dark Knight, yeah. In that film, it is it is absolutely fantastic. Really, really, really well shot film. Really, really, yeah. well. and that scene in particular. So, so much as you read it, you've already said it, it, but he self sacrifices himself, which is yeah. Batman, his whole career is, is about sacrificing himself exactly yeah. to help others. Yeah, so, yeah, really yeah. good, Bat- really good Batman scene. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot. That, I forgot. I forgot about it. You know, I did. Really? You know, I did yeah. too. You know, I did. I did too. I completely forgot about it. I didn't. I was thinking back through the film, and I was just like, "Yeah, it didn't even pop into my head." But now you yeah. say it, you're just like, it, "It was a perfect. It was the perfect way to to end the film." I think it is. Yeah, definitely beautiful yeah. note. And that's yeah. usually for me how a film ends is it's extremely important. If it ends in a bad in a bad way, i.e., the Dark Knight Rises. I I struggle, yeah. to, <laughs> I struggle to I struggle to watch it again because I, I, I know if the same thing with the trilogy if the third one isn't great I struggle to watch one and two because I know it's not the end of the story I'm only halfway through the story and it's no it's not going to end well um, really yeah yeah I do yeah it's like this like the Spider Man the Spider Man films I can't I can't watch I can one and two are brilliant films but. I watch them very rarely because when I watch when I start a trilogy, yeah, I usually try and finish all three. And yeah. wow, it just put the Spider-Man three put me off. Same with X Men, the the um the original X Men from Fox, one and two were good. I think they were okay. The third one was dog shit, and I just can't, <laughs> I just can't I just can't watch it. I just, I just can't go back and watch it. Same with First Class and Days of Future Past, and then you had Apocalypse. 
nah wow that, wow yeah. man yeah i'm quite fine them on that but um yeah yeah matrix as well yeah yeah again matrix is another <laughs> one like matrix matrix sometimes i pretend if i'm gonna watch the matrix i pretend that there's not a second and third even yeah. though I, there are some aspects there are, there are some aspects of there's some aspects of the second one which i love like the the uh, motorway sequence Oh, that, that action on that is, is amazing one. Yeah, it's, rid- that, <laughs> it's really good. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's, it's, that yeah. is probably, that might be one of the best action scenes of all time. Yeah. Um, on the motorway. Joel's like... You track out stuff, man. I'm like, I need to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, might, it might be one of the best action scenes of all time. But I, again, I can't watch the end of that film because I know... It lasts for like 45 minutes. Yeah. yeah, that action scene lasts for about forty-five minutes. But yeah, the dark that dark night, the en- the ending is is that is absolutely brilliant. And it's just the music is like doom, 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 and then it, it, yeah. the way it, it finishes, and you just like wow, wow, such such an epic ending to an epic film. Really, really amazing. The way how he wraps up everything though, it's just oh, yeah, man. he does. He know that's one of Christopher Nolan's strengths. Um, in set the in- ending of Inception still yeah yeah it still gets me every time every time i watch it i'm just like wow yeah because you know what you've watched is amazing but he knows how to close a film off too yeah definitely so there's a point where you're just like wow that made it epic even the ending was um yeah great no absolutely great film that's a great choice matches um joel number three what you got man Talking about films which have a good ending, mine is it has a perfect ending, and it's very rare that you have uh, the bad guys win. If that gives a clue away, and I'm, sure you, I'm sure you guys have got it, but it's Farmatanos. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> In Infinity War. Yeah. This that this scene, I, I did not see it coming at all, especially when when four gets Thanos in in the shoulder. You're like, oh, they they've won. They, they've done it. Yeah. And then, then snap, man. Just this one scene as well, which obviously even now has even more of an emotional impact. But when when Black Panther goes over to um, I can't what she's called now, but the girl, um, it says, "Come, this is no place to die." And then yeah. he 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 dies. Oh. I loved it even before he. Unfortunately, he died, didn't it? But that that scene has so much more elevation now because of what's happened. It's it's heartbreaking the 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 absence of sound in that whole scene as yeah. well if yeah. you if you go back to smallville when uh, lex luther says um uh, your silence is definitely fantastic line man yeah because the absence of of, of silence could be so powerful in, in films yeah. so it's so to, 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 to make that decision and everything is just so quiet and half of the world is is is, is gone it would be quiet everyone's shocked it's yeah. it, it, perfectly in, into the decision and just to see everyone dying and like who's next it's like well, what's going to happen yeah. what's happening it's, yeah. it's uh, and as I said to, to see a bad guy win I, I, I can't think of many films apart from what Empire Strikes Back, back. Yeah. I, I can't think of any other ones really off the top of my head where, where the bad guys win to, to do that in a, in a kids film as well which is because it is a kids film it's for kids can watch it what I'm saying yeah Fantastic choice. So yeah, and I'm sure you guys have got it. I'm sure you guys have got a lot to say about it as well. No, yeah, it's no, that's that's absolutely fantastic. Do you know what, that even even the stuff on because it's not just happening on Earth. It's also on on Titan and that 
And yeah. I know people, some people don't like the Tom Holland, Spider-Man fading away scene. I actually thought that was brilliant. I thought it yeah. was because it was improvised. I don't know if many people know that, but a lot of the, the lines or I don't want to go to Tony Stark, that was completely improvised. And it's the emotion and it's the kind of shock. Like you, you kind of expect him to snap through the whole film. But when you watch it back, you're like, they weren't even close to stopping him at any point. They weren't. It was, you say Thor should have gone for the head, but he, Thanos was destined to do that. I, I, I just, uh, yeah, that film is fantastic. Or yeah. That scene is brilliant. Thanos, yeah. yeah. Gerald, you mentioned, um, you mentioned before, um, the best bit of the, moment, uh, the film for you was when Thanos goes back and then he sits down and then he, he's just looking. Oh. What is, what is, it, what is <laughs> yeah, it about, what is it about that, scene? that scene you like, Joel? Uh, so uh, yeah, I, I forgot about that scene. <laughs> <laughs> I need to change change my list right now. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I downloaded the the soundtrack, the the instrumental uh, music, the the calmness. It reminded me of like a um, a House of Flying Daggers, that Oriental yeah. sort of soundtrack. Yeah. But it's it's a man who he doesn't necessarily want to do what he's done, but believes that he has to do it to save yeah. the universe. And that's him doing what he's done and then just um, giving up or giving up, but just being at peace. He's at peace with himself. And that, that, mm. that that's old, very, very old. The Westerns often did that, didn't they? Yeah. When the, yeah. the cowboy man would just walk off in the, su- in the sunset. That is it. That is, it's inspired by the Westerns, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. I, mm. I, I love that. Yeah. A man, a man at peace um, with, with what his life, basically. Yeah. Very, very powerful scene. And, I should have put it in my list, to be honest. <laughs> 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 not, it's a shame because you, you mentioned that it's a, it's a throwback to Western films and a lot of people don't enjoy that ending to Endgame, that Thanos wow. sits down and they don't really understand it. But it's that, that was his life ambition. That was his life yeah. dream and he fulfilled it. And you're, you're right. It's, he, he's completely convinced that, that's, that he's saving the universe. Yeah. And for him just to sit down and he says he did, he did everything he was said he was going to do. He said he was going to wipe half the, the, the universe. And then he said he would retire and just sit back and watch a grateful universe. I don't think people, people, yeah. Weren't, yeah, yeah. Pe- people weren't grateful, but he, he said he'd do it and he did it. And it's yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I forgot that line. And that's one of my favorite lines in, in the film is so powerful for the, for the motivation of, of, of Thanos. It's not, it's just, to save the, the universe, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just yeah. Sit, sit back. And when I'm done, I'll sit back and sit back and watch a grateful universe. Um, oh. power, yeah. Powerful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brilliantly written. Amazing power. Amazingly powerful. And that the, the end chunk of that film snap and including him sitting down, relaxing and speaking is, is crazy, crazy, crazy good. Crazy good. Um, all right. I'll go on to mine. Must my number three now. So just a bit of backdrop with this, with this, again, it's another one from a film I've mentioned before from the dark Knight, And I'll probably, I've mentioned the dark Knight twice because it's a film where I remember I was at university uh, living in halls at the time. And yeah, a lot of, a lot of the time, a lot of the time when that, when this film came out, it made me, usually you get a bit homesick and Batman 
and watching cartoons and growing up, it kind of had a connection with my family. So when I've, I remember watching this film quite a few times and most nights I'd fall asleep, I'd usually start the dark night and I'd probably fall asleep within the first five minutes, but I made sure I was always awake for this scene. And it was the Joker introduction. That, yeah. that, that, that's it. I remember going to the cinema watching it yeah. first time and it stood out that scene. But the more I watched it, the more I realized that it's actually a heist film within mm. the Dark Knight. It's a that scene is basically a heist and Heath Ledger and just the way the film's constructed, the way each clown or each goon is taking out each other. Domino effect, and the only person standing is the Joker, and then he takes off his mask and he um, he reveals himself, and then jumps into the bus and leaves. Such a it was such a brilliantly shot film, and I would probably argue it's the best comic book entry, or we're saying seeing the best opening to a comic book film of all time. And oh. I, would, I, I yeah I would I would I can't. I, I can't think of anything else which would stand up to it. And I would argue with anybody because I can't, I can't think of anything else which shocked and amazed me as much as that, en- that entry scene. Um, I'm, I'm laughing because I've, I've actually got one, which is my number two, but we'll do get onto that. <laughs> yeah, do you? Wow. <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When we get to number two, I'll, I'll, we'll speak a bit more about, about each scene, but yeah, I, I just think it, it is the best because at, at the time, if you look at what look at what came before that for, before the Dark Knight, we're talking about now. We're talking about post Endgame and and before Endgame and the MCU. The MCU, the only film that had come out was Iron Man, and possibly the Hulk came out two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Before that, we had Fantastic Four. Yeah. We had X Men. Yeah. Oh, wait a second. X-Men, X-Men with Nightcrawler. And that might be the one you're going to mention, but X-Men with Nightcrawler is fantastic. Um, <laughs> however, with The Dark Knight, it was so shocking and jarring, and it just felt so realistic. It had Batman and Robin as well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> who, 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 forget, who could forget them? What with Batman, Batman sliding down the uh, <laughs> sliding down the dinosaur's tail? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the back card as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you won't send me to the cooler. <laughs> <laughs> we watched that for way too much as kids. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, for, for for me, I've got that I've got that connection with that with that film in particular. But then also, I've got I've got the love for that scene and the way it's shot. It, it felt like a a crime drama thriller, mm. and it was just excite. It was exciting, and then for Joker to top it off, and it was the first time we. I know it's not the first introduction to the Joker. Or we actually hear him speak, but you can see what his mentality is like, how twisted he is from that scene, how he can how he got every goon to agree to something. And then he was the only man left standing or left laughing. And mm. I think it said a lot about the Joker in that scene. He opened the gate for that be- that brilliant scene where he comes in later on in the film with the pencil trick. Um, mm, yeah. It really laid that scene, the first introduction scene, laid the foundation, I think, for the kind of Joker we're going to get. Because it, we hadn't had anything since Jack in 89. Mm. And 
you know, I think it was important for Christopher Nolan to put off the gate. This is a very different kind of Joker. Yeah. Someone who's three, four, five steps ahead, psychotic yeah. and ruthless, like completely ruthless. And we see yeah. that in the in that scene. And I, I absolutely love it. I love my crime dramas anyway. And, and yeah. to mix it with the comic book genre. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. That's spot on, yeah. To, to keep the superhero genre uh, alive, and they have to adapt, as we spoke about it before, isn't it? To do a heist thriller in, in the opening, incredible choice. I don't know who wrote the screenplay for the film. I can't, is it Chris Terry? No, it's, well, it still bit, doesn't matter no, anyway. But no, I think it was Nolan it, and his wife. Nolan. Yeah. Cracking. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's hard to find any, any faults or any flaws in, in that scene at all. It's an incredible scene, isn't it? Yeah. Definitely Absolutely fantastic. fantastic. Good choice. Thank you. Um, Jay, did you expect that? Expect what? The, um, the opening scene. Did you think Joker was there? I didn't know. I didn't. It I, shocked when he took his mask off. When yeah. he was, it was only when he was like, um, oh, I'm wait-, he's like, I'm waiting for the bus driver. And then he slides his eyes. Like, oh, that's the Joker. Because I heard the Oh, voice. is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, when I, where, that's when I clocked it. I didn't realize the guy because he didn't say anything until that moment. Um, mm. I, I, it, it, sh- it shocked me. And he was just, he was completely menacing. Cause I remember the, the initial pictures that came out in 2008 of the Heath Ledger's Joker. And I remember seeing, seeing the pictures and he didn't look very serious. I think yeah. they were quite like, he was like quite animated and funny and, and it, it didn't really, it didn't really work for me the the initial pictures, but when I saw him take his mask off and then he put that smoke grenade into that mm. bank manager and, yeah. w- and walked off, I was just like, wow. I was yeah. like, wow, this Joker is, is fucked. <laughs> He's completely gone. But yeah, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Fantastic scene. I love that scene. Very good scene. Um, best Joker. Yeah, he is, he is best Joker. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> Number number two. Matches, what you got, my man? All right. You might want to say we're in the end game. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was going to put this as number one because I think this one is the best scene, but it it hasn't made my number one. Um, But you can pretty much guess what it's going to be. We've waited for this moment throughout every single Avengers film. For a long time, I was waiting for him to say it. He almost said it at the end of... Yeah, um, Ultron. Ultron. Um, and then you kind of... When, when all, all the chips are down and he gets back up and then the portal opens up and then from, from just going back to Winter Soldier, um, Falcon, he's always, he's always running past Falcon. He's always saying, on your left, on your left, on your left. Mm-hmm. And then you just hear on your left. <laughs> and then it op- the portals <laughs> open up and he turns around and then all of the heroes come through. Um, that is such an epic moment in comic book history. Um, yeah. Honestly, phenomenal that scene. Goosebumps every single time. Yeah. Um, just for him, waiting for him to say, Avengers, assemble. Oh, man. <laughs> that is such a good yeah. scene. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know how it didn't get number one, but that is my number two. Wow, wow. I'm, shocked it's, I'm shocked it's not your number one. Um, mm. 
Uh, yeah, I'm shocked it's not your number one. But yeah, you're right. It's that scene is is absolutely amazing. The the build up and yeah. and every hero showing up and the music that builds. Yeah. In that scene, to and to the point where he he calls out and then says, "Avengers assemble!" Like yeah. And then they start running. Oh man. That- the thing is, as well, I, I thought Cap was gonna die. I didn't think Iron Man yeah. was gonna die. Yeah. Um, Did you? I th- I yeah. kind of thought I thought Iron Man might really just because of the Robbie Downey Jr. stuff. I kind of thought, mm. and and they kind of because they set his family up, and mm. I just thought they might kill him off. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cap would have probably be the logical one, but I just I had a weird yeah. feeling that it might it would be Iron Man. But I didn't oh, think he I did, didn't think he'd do it in that way of snapping. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think that's how they'd beat him. I didn't think he'd turn around because I was shocked when he turns around and Thanos is about to do that, and, he, and he's like, "But I guess, and I am Iron Man." And like, I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> With the Infinity Stones, I was. Sh- I was so shocked. So shocked. Crazy. Do you, Do you think they planned it all from, from the get go, not to say Avengers Assemble, or do you think that? Yeah. Just- yeah, yeah, they must have. Yeah, I think I think so. I think they they intentionally knew what they were um they were doing because there was a few there was a few times it wasn't just um at the end of Age of Ultron um there was also Iron Man in Age of Ultron who's like Avengers it's time to go f- and work for a living and I think there was there was a yeah yeah there's another scene in the actual Avengers film I can't remember what it is but you think he's gonna say it but he never does and you're wet okay. you're constantly waiting for him to say it everyone knows he's gonna have to yeah. say it at some point so that's that's the difference between marvel and dc at the moment isn't it yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, such a shame to say it but yeah dc needs somebody with that high not hindsight a bit lack of a better word but that vision oversight of, yeah oversight man yeah yeah, yeah. dc yeah. haven't got it it's such a shame they, yeah, they they don't. Unfortunately, they don't. And it's, you're, you're right. It's it's knowing what your fans would want. Something as simple as Avengers yeah. Assemble. Yeah. It's yeah, exactly. You know, like they know their fans. They know what we expect and what we want to see in films. Yeah. And and this that's something yeah. that I don't think DC they don't have anything like that. They don't have any anything like that. Like I'll give you an example. They um in research for this in, for this um this episode, I was looking at other comic book films, and Wonder Woman No Man's Land came up. Oh, I was going to put that. Yeah, I was going to put that up into. Yeah, and I was watching it, and um, so I was watching a video on YouTube, and somebody was like, Patty Jenkins had to fight studio execs to put that scene in. Really? Wow. Yeah, that's the best scene in the film. Yeah, by far. By far, that is that's the. <laughs> That's the one scene where you think, right, this is Wonder Woman. We're getting yeah. Wonder Woman now. Yes. She had to fight studio execs to put that in the film because they didn't they didn't understand it. They didn't see it, they didn't see it as necessary or didn't understand it. That's the diff that's the that is the difference. You're spot on John. There's no there's no oversight. There's no oversight to say our fans oh, can you guys if I can hear can you hear me? There's a bit of feedback. Sorry, yeah, hello. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Um there's no there's no oversight to say this is what our fans would like, this is what our fans expect from our heroes. And that's the that's the big, big problem. That that scene you mentioned, uh, matches, is basically a love letter to the Marvel fans. 
yeah exactly he's, he's got Definitely. little things like little things like um um uh black panther speaking to clint and saying and calling him clint because in civil war he he says oh my name's clint and black panther's like i don't care like like little little scenes like little scenes like that just a build-up of of characters and and people coming together and speaking together and seeing things you didn't you didn't think you'd ever see in the mcu and like cap picking up uh molinier that's that's something they alluded to in in age of in age of ultron but they fulfilled it in that scene like it is it's night and day absolutely night and day yeah yeah we can't really compare them but yeah that's that scene is is fantastic absolutely brilliant Mm. um joel number two what you got my man so i've got my my favorite opening scene (laughs) i'm a superhero film um bob not bob Dylan. my second favorite superhero film uh of all time is the watchman okay yeah okay had to be, had to be, man. So, um, it's opening credits, and it's not technically it's not the opening scene because he got the um, the death of um, God, why am I comedian. forgetting his name? Comedian, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the first scene. So technically, yeah. I'm cheating a bit. Yeah, that's a brilliant scene, though. Yeah, oh, oh man, that's soundtrack and that. Yeah, really yeah. Good. And the, the, just the fight scene, the silhouettes, and sorry, Joel, go on, carry on. No, no, yes, <laughs> no, I'm getting a nerd bone of you talking, man. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> an amazing scene, isn't it? But yeah, the um. This this opening scene is to set a, a tone for the whole film uh, of of Watchmen, and this opening scene it shows you racism, it shows you hate, nuclear war, it shows you the, hum- the human race getting step by step through history closer to the doomsday clock. Yeah, and, it, and it's played um, with the soundtrack, the on, on encore, so the soundtrack of Bob Dylan. These yeah. times are changing. Yeah. Bob Dylan was uh, clearly uh, an, an activist, activist for human rights, for um, for equality. So the, yeah. the beautiful Perfect. decision there to yeah. do the con- contrast, uh, uh, even the words as well. The times are changing. It's it's such a clever opening scene. Um, but to that as a background, then to show you the actual images of of you got the the, the two lesbians who are, are beautifully uh, brutally murdered. For, yeah. being lesb- for being lesbians you have um, Mothman being uh, taken away to a mental asylum for being insane it's so so dark and as, as you said we, before this film we've had a lot of superheroes where they haven't been taken uh, superhero films but it's not been taken serious uh, the Batman the Robins the, the Fantastic Four this is another example where, where the superhero genre was taken and, and made dark it's, it's, yeah. it's, this is such a homage to to um, Alan, Alan, Alan Moore's uh, graphic novel. It's it's almost not almost, but it's very very ac- accurate. Very accurate, yeah. Very accurate, and um, by the this, space squid, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just to um, just to have superheroes projected throughout history, and obviously the comedian is is the one who kills uh, JFK in, in this in this universe. It's yeah. such a way of of creating a. A, a unique universe Connection, for, yeah, yeah, for the film yeah. and yeah, as, as I said before to, to, to show what humans are, are capable for this this whole film is a philosophical debate isn't it you know I love that sort of stuff <laughs> but it, it is isn't it it's just pure yes. and simple ethics and, and what is right and wrong really the, the whole ending up to this film is he the need of many to, 
to say uh, the need of the many outweighs the need of the one. Yes, yeah. it's, it's and, oh, and this film, man. I love this film so oh. much. Yeah, <laughs> I, love <that>. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you knew where that was from. I love that. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, it's, I, I, I adore adore this film. Uh, Zack Snyder is definitely one of his best work he's ever done. But uh, oh, yeah. yeah, very, very, very dark opening scene. No, yeah, yeah, I can, I completely agree that the opening scene, it's, it's again very emotive. It's very thought provoking. It's, I think you're right. It's probably one of the best openings to a comic book movie of all time, and not just for the action. Like you could say a few others, like you say the Dark Knight, and I, I just personally, I prefer the Dark Knight because I've got yeah. that connection with it. But you yeah. can say stuff like. Infinity War, Thanos's entrance, and to mean like some of the other act, fantastic Nightcrawler in X Men, yeah. but this one is so different, and it sets up the universe so beautifully, and the fact that it's, it's I think it's a great reflection on humans overall. It tells our history yeah. with slight tweaks, with slight tweaks to the Watchmen universe, and I think it's. Yeah, you're right. It is it's fantastic. The the music, the soundtrack, yeah. um, the way it's just portrayed and in some parts are in slow motion and the way it just changes throughout the times and then it leads on to that brilliant fight scene with the comedian. Um yeah. and th- jumping out the window, um, or getting thrown out the window. But yeah, yeah no, you're right. It's it, it that is a fantastic, fantastic scene. It's very epic. Um yeah. it, why did you go for that over some of the other scenes in the film? Um, I was going to say um, Rorschach in prison is one of my fa- is one of my favorites. <laughs> you, you think you're locked in, 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 you're locked up in here with me? Uh, I'm, I'm locked up in here with you, but you're locked up in here with me. Like that's, that is such a big laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's so many good scenes, and I think for me, yes, yeah, it's, it's the social commentary I love of the the, the Bob Dylan. Yeah. The first time, the first time I ever heard Bob Dylan, you know, obviously after oh, really? hearing, it was yeah. After hearing the soundtrack, I was like, "Who is this guy?" And I obviously researched him and fell in love with Bob Dylan. But uh, it's just, I love the, the darkness. I love the the real realism. The sh- humans are capable of so much beautiful things, but throughout history, we've done terrible things, haven't we? And this yeah. this really shows. It's like shoving you in the face, isn't it? Of what humans can be no, yeah we've got we've got that within our nature we've got that destructive yeah. element within us absolutely um, some say some say it is our natural uh natural nature to to be like that and we're only i don't essentially agree with that i think there's more good than there's more good than bad i, hope, I like to think there's more good than bad in the world um look at you look at society and the amount of technology and weapons we have at the moment yeah people are getting killed by the thousands every day but we haven't blown each other up because we're i just think that there's a an innate innate responsibility to survive um we could have countries going at war constantly you could have the united states kicking off with mexico at any time but we want to live in peace it's just we we bash heads but we're moving away from comic books <laughs> we're going into some I'm, deep I'm, here, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing you talk and i'm like well, i want to argue this man <laughs> no, 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 we, can, we can do that on another podcast 
We ain't got all night. Yeah. <laughs> and it's dark yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, that that film that the the opening scene is is absolutely fantastic. And I'm telling you, Joel, please watch the Watchmen series because I think Hello. you I think you would really, really, really appreciate that series. Yeah. And, it, and it's and it's not it's more directly from the graphic novel rather than the Zack Snyder film mm. because it's got the aspect of the squid. The space no squid. way. Yeah. So it's, it follows on from the wow. I'll give you a little bit of a teaser. Yeah. Occasionally, just say even to today, there's um, so that somebody will be driving down the road and it will start raining, but it starts raining squid legs. <laughs> and the cars because of the remnants of what happened in New York. That's it, just, man. Just watch it. It's 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 amazing. It's good. Yeah, I think you'll like it. I, That's I, it. I really enjoy it. There's one certain episode that I loved. What's the action like in the, in the show? Is it on par to Zack Snyder the film? I wouldn't even say it's about the action. It's more about yeah. the philosophical debates. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 I knew that would get you drawn in. I, on, honestly, like I can remember a few action scenes, but I can more remember the conversations wow. in, in, in the show over over the action. That's yeah. what I, I would say. And I need to watch it. Yeah, yeah, and I absolutely, definitely do. And anybody who hasn't who hasn't watched it, definitely give it a go. I, they're not going to do a second one, but. Um, I thought it was just really well told. It's a very strange type of storytelling, but it works for what it does. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Okay. Um, great choice, Joel. Right. Um, I'm on to it's me now, I think, again. Number two. Right. So my number two, my second and first are interchangeable. I've kind of settled on this one as my second. And it is... Avengers circle scene. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) And I know that I know Uh, I know Matches has that as number one. (laughs) Yeah, you have your number as your number one. Yeah, that's my number one. No, that's cool. We can talk about it together then, because you're next. Yeah, after. Oh, yeah, you're next up for number one. So it's the event. It's the Avengers circle scene, and this is a film that I've I went to cinema to see it twelve times. Yeah, twice, <laughs> twice, uh, uh, twice in 4DX, which I don't, I don't recommend 4DX. But, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a film that I've watched over and over and over again, and we've spoken about Josh Whedon a number of times, for good and bad. Uh, more bad lately, uh, lately it feels. But yeah. I have to say, what he did with this film. Knocked out of the park completely, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. He, the when they needed to, and they needed to make this film work, yeah. they built, they built it up. You look at, you look at the, um, the Universal Monsters universe where they did yeah. the mummy, mummy film, and then they tried to do a, a kind of universe, and it's completely fallen apart. They introduced Iron Man, Hulk, Captain America, and Thor. And then they bring them together. And a lot of people didn't think this would work. A lot of people weren't really excited for the film. I remember speaking to people saying Avengers is coming out. And these aren't comic book people, but they're like, oh, it looks rubbish or it doesn't really make sense. And I remember speaking to them after they watched this film and they were like, wow, 
like yeah. so this and and do you know what this is the first i think it's one of the the dark knight did it where i think it portrayed batman to a wider audience yeah and it made people fall yeah. in love with batman and uh, growing up as a geek you try and explain why these why you think these characters are cool and mm. why you think why you love these characters and you try and explain it and it's difficult to explain to them related to an animated film or related to a, yeah. a, a, a TV show or related to they, they all they see is Adam West. Like <laughs> they, yeah. that's, that's, all, that's all they see. But the dark Knight did that. What Avengers did was take it to a different level and it made the every go every day cinema goer, fall in love with comic book films yeah, yeah definitely it was it was a switch in the head for people to be like these characters are cool to the point where people get references about tony stark and i see mm. it see them being popped up in different films all over the place and the mcu being mentioned in different films and tv shows and thor is being mentioned as different films and tv shows these are characters i've spoken about and a lot of the fans and you guys have spoken about all our lives but that iconic around the shot scene yeah. you see all your heroes team up it was i thought we'd get it as a justice league we never did we've got it now with yeah America, but we got it as we got it i thought we'd get it with the x-men it never yeah. turned out it was just wolverine yeah. and then you've got cyclops fucked off somewhere else and uh, <laughs> yeah. we never got it we got it with avengers yeah who said the most iconic Com- I think it's the most iconic, yeah. iconic image, yeah, for comic book films of all time, because it yeah. it propelled comic book content to a different level, and mm. now everybody wants to do universe. Everybody wants to mm. be affiliated with Iron Man. Everybody wants to talk about Iron Man. Everybody wants to talk about Thor and Hulk and everybody else. These characters where growing up, people who didn't like comics didn't really give a shit about them. Mm. now everybody's like everyone's wearing an iron man t-shirt everyone's wearing a hulk t-shirt and yeah. it really, and it propelled it and it's to see something so iconic propelled and something that i've loved all my life that see it bring joy to other people who haven't always liked comics it that's why it's so iconic to me very good Brilliant. yeah were, were you disappointed that we didn't get it that saw scene in justice league um, well, I think, we, uh, I think we did to an extent, extent with the Snyder cut and we did with, with Josh Whedon. He tried to do it again, um, at the end of the film, but I don't, th- I don't even think it was just the, it's not just about them standing there. It's about the whole build up. Yeah. It's yes. about them not coming together throughout the film. It's about Iron Man fighting, fighting Thor. It's about Agent Coulson dying. It's about, sorry, spoilers alert. If anybody hasn't seen it, what planet have you been on? Um, <laughs> uh, and it's, it's, do you mean like they're all together and then, and then Iron Man's like, let me know when Bruce turns up. And then he turns up and he, and he says, he explains to Cap, that's my secret captain. I'm always angry. And then he, yeah. punch, he, 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 he punches that big monster straight in the face. And then the music came. Doo-doo. And then it just, yeah. <laughs> and then you just see Iron Man land, and then you just see the um, Titarian take off his mask, and you get around the clock shot of all of them there together, and it's you waited 
Iron Man One, Hulk, Incredible Hulk, Iron yeah. Man Two, Thor, Captain America. Most of the film, you've waited for the for the, to see them team up, and then you get it, and you're like, "What is this? Ridiculous! It's just amazing, absolutely amazing. It's it's something that people will always go back to in 10, 20 years time as the thing that kicked it off. Yeah. Um, it's where it, people always say Iron Man kicked off the MCU. A lot of people didn't watch Iron Man, but it did well in the box office, but it didn't do amazingly well. Avengers made over a billion. So it was, yeah. world, it was worldwide. All the phase one films. I know people who have watched all the Avengers films and not watched Iron Man one and two and Jeez. Incredible Hulk and stuff. So I think that's really what kicked off the MCU. Um, oh, yeah. So for me, it's my number two. I'm speaking to it like it's, a, it's my number one. But yeah, it's my number two. <laughs> <laughs> what is number one, eh? Like this, that, that, scene, <laughs> that, that scene that you that you said there, that, that's, I sort of blame that, that scene um, for my dislike. Not dislike, but if that scene, if there was an equal scene in, this, in Justice League like, like this, I would have yeah. liked just. I would have loved Justin League a lot more. We, for mm. me, we didn't, we didn't get it, and I, I blame that scene. Oh, really? Yeah, the, I do blame the, it. The thing is, the thing is, Joel. Like with with um, particularly with with Justice League, Warner Brothers didn't earn it. Mm. They didn't work. They didn't have the patience and yeah, and and the money to put in. And I know a lot of people said they don't have to do it like Marvel. Now I've actually watched Justice League. I've watched the Snyder Cut, and I've watched. Avengers and Endgame and such. I think they needed to do it like Marvel. Yeah. I get that. I get that the Snyder Cut enhanced what Flash did and it enhanced what Cyborg did. But I think that they would have benefited from a solo movie before yeah. and a good solo movie before because you don't have to then rely on four hours of deposition <laughs> and explanation. No, I th- and that's not a shot. I love, I said the Snyder cut was a masterpiece. So that's not a shot at them, but Warner brothers rushed it. And that was their problem. Again, they yeah. rushed it. So that shot in the Avengers, it didn't feel like it was in the, it was earned in the Avengers in the justice. Yeah. It just felt like the end of a fight scene. And I get what you, I get what you mean completely. It's, it didn't feel earned, but mm. that's Warner brothers fault because they wanted it too quick. If they'd taken their time, and slowly introduce the characters. I think that that when you finally see them come together, it would have meant a lot more. And that's yeah, that's it. It, 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 it. In Avengers, it did. It meant a lot because you've been waiting for so long. It's not just before Iron Man. Some people have been waiting their whole lives to see Avengers on screen or see yeah. them in live action on film. So that's why it meant so much to so many people. And that's why I think it stands out more than any other I don't know. I was going to say more than any other Marvel film, but that scene, but my number one is quite epic too. So (laughs) (laughs) much as it's your number one. So you feel the same way. What, what were your thoughts on when you saw that film? Because we watched it, we watched it together. I remember waiting outside um, the cinema and now, but we waited an hour before, um, and it was when it was before you had you had tickets, so like seat yeah, allocation. you had to get your seat, isn't it? Yeah, you to get your seat early, early. Yeah, so it's, yeah. It's before allocation, so we got there Whoa. an hour, an hour and a half before, and queued, and we were the first in the queue. Yeah. We got our, we got the best seats, but 
We had the yeah, Avengers t shirts as well. Yeah, the Avengers t shirts. I still got my t shirt. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't fit, but I still got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were your thoughts when you first saw it? And I mean, what does it mean to you? It has to be your number one. So, what does it mean to you? Yeah, I, I just remember before watching the film, I watched the trailer, God knows how many times, tried to analyze every single scene, every single dot <laughs> oh this must mean this or this and i was just it was one of those films because i mean i've been so disappointed with spider-man mm. spider-man 3 why mm. i was so hyped for that and then it, it just didn't it didn't work out and i was really upset that i was just praying please 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 make this film good <laughs> please don't be bad <laughs> and it just clicked everything yeah the, the prayer the prayer it came true it just <laughs> Watching that scene in cinema, it was just a relief of, you know what, after all of those films in Marvel, they've got something that's really worked here. And it's just, they've, they've managed to take my love for comics and watching it on animation, and they've actually put it on the big screen. And they've sort of elevated it. And mm. I didn't think it was possible to be done in a movie format. Because before that, we've, we've seen it in a... We've only seen it in a campy way of like Batman and Robin, but being able to watch it as a comic book and it felt like a comic book watching all of these big characters on screen. And then you get the 360 pan. God, whoever, where's Joss Whedon who probably who thought of that, but to do that 360, that is the most iconic scene for me in, in comic book history. Um, That scene, you can show it to everyone. Everyone be like Avengers. Oh, phenomenal! Honestly, yeah. that that scene. Yeah, oh, I love what I, I, so, so I love what you said there. Is that it, it was like reading a comic, wasn't it? it yeah, was definitely. Yeah, taken. Yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah, good way to describe it. Yeah, yeah. no, and I agree with you as well, Joel. Uh, in regards to not to not to take a shot on on Just Read, not Just Reading, um, Justice League. It's just it, it never had that. It didn't have that moment. They tried to do it with, um, you know, when they open up the elevator and um, his dad was Cyborg's dad. Dad was there, yeah. and they were all standing there. That I did get a little bit of. Oh, cool! They're all there. But then you always, you always like, where's Superman? Uh, um, yeah. So that it just, yeah, they just never, they didn't build up to it. So it didn't, it didn't live up to the hype for me personally. Um, yeah. But, I, yeah. Disappointing. Yeah. I think as that that was due, due to fan foundation already laid by Zack Snyder in the previous two films, Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman. But we'll get into that another time because I don't yeah. I don't want to start ranting again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Oh. But unfortunately, no, I was just going to say that. But unfortunately, as good as the scene was, it sort of destroyed DC. Um, because I I do believe from that film, that's where. Warner Brothers realized that because it made so much money, they realized that you know what, comic book films are not a joke. You should be taking this seriously. There's a lot of money in here. Yeah, and it just, the thing it is, just the, started a catch-up game. Yeah, it was yeah. right. It was a it was a catch-up game from then from then onwards. I think the Avengers came out in 2012, and um, the Dark Knight had just finished. Yeah, came, so I think they were because the Dark Knight made a bill and yeah. 
I think the Dark Knight Rises made the same or slightly less. I can't, yeah. I can't remember. I can't remember. But I think Warner Brothers were so wrapped up in Christopher Nolan's trilogy at the time. They didn't. Yeah, they, they did not see what was coming. They. I think they were shocked because at the same time Dark Knight was going on, Iron Man came out. Yeah. Incredible Car Hulk came out, and these weren't big hits. And then, yeah. And then Thor came out. And then Captain America came out and DC were probably like, don't worry about it. We've got the Dark Knight. We, we've yeah. got Christopher Nolan. We've made a bill already. We don't need to think about anything else at the moment. And then yeah. Avengers came out. Uh-huh. And then they were like... Changed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were like, he, cha- he did. He changed it. Like, we've, we're missing out. We've got a roster of characters who are all under our umbrella. And this is why I, I got set. Yeah. They, they didn't pawn out their characters like Marvel did at the time. Yeah. They had everyone under the same umbrella. So they could have done this a long time ago. And they got the A-list one. Yeah. yeah they've got the A-list. It took, look how long it took for a Batman versus Superman film. It's, yeah. It's, crazy. I think it's just short sightedness from, from yeah. on their behalf. And they, they had to catch up and. And it didn't make a billion. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It didn't. Yeah. yeah, they Justice League didn't make a billion because they rushed it. They didn't. They didn't put care into it. It was just a case of we need to get Batman Superman on screen and we need to get the Justice League out as soon as possible, and then we can start making money. We want to do it differently from DC. It's all. It's always yeah. money based from what I get from from Warner Brothers. So, yeah, yeah it's a shame. It's a massive shame. Um, uh, Joel, any any further questions or anything else should I add? Because that was my number two. That was my. Um, that was matches number one. Um, anything yeah. to add, or do you want to go into your, your number one? Nothing to add, to be honest. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing scene. I, I think the only reason it didn't make mine is because I, I, I just naturally prefer more darker darker yeah. scenes. Scenes It's just more my nature, to be honest. But it's an incredible, incredible scene. Yeah, so thank you for, for, for having it on your list, really. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, Joel, number one. I'm excited to see. You said darker, so I'm. I'm trying to think. What have you? What have you got, Joel? Is it? Is it Spider-Man Three Venom? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did did Blade Two. You know. Um, Ooh. Oh. So, some oh, motherfuckers are always trying to ice up for him. The, bl- <laughs> <laughs> the Blade opening scene. That's it in oh, the, the nightclub. The nightclub, and then the blood starts coming out from the splinters. And yes, the music and the music kicks in. That scene is wicked. Yes, man. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, great yeah. films, but that, that's not what I've done. What I what I've gone for is, is a scene which I, I can't believe Matches hasn't got it. I, I, I'm shocked. So Jay, I'm hoping it's your number one, man. But um, it, it took a blend of Batman, Arkham games, and then they took a, a uh, bit of you know, man. Come on, man. And then they took they took a bit of um, the Dark Knight Returns <laughs> graphic novel. And then they made this amazing, amazing Batman scene. The best Batman scene we've ever had. It's, <laughs> I, was, uh, I'm gonna, I was gonna do an honorable mentions list, Joel. And um, yeah. it's not my number one. Wow. Um, yeah, it's not, it's not my number one. Um, but this, yeah. So this this uh, uh, sorry. You, you, no, 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 no. You guys gotta tell me why why it's not on there like, in a minute, yeah. but this scene, obviously everyone was hyped with, with Arkham Asylum and the, the Batman games. This is the first time you've seen Batman using the gadgets quick, quick, quick and aggressively. So Batman, he, he 
his entrance is a, a decoy. He's up straight away. He's planting gadgets on their guns to d- disarm the guns, which is straight out of the game. He's coming up with um, aggressive strategies. He's this is uh, again R-rated scene, so it's blood. He's punching people up big time, man. He's <laughs> <laughs> killing people. It's, it's, called, it's called murder. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a Dark Knight Returns, I guess. Anyway, it's a lot more. <laughs> the end. The ending scene when he he shoots the guy on the gas canister. That's exactly yeah. str- straight yeah. out of the Dark Knight Returns. So yeah. it's it's just just we, I love I love the Batman uh, the Dark Knight trilogy, but some of some of the fight scene in, in that trilogy are so stiff, so. Choreographed, you could say, uh, to have to have this warehouse Batman scene where it's free flowing. It's, it looks like it's it's, it's out, out of the raid. Um, it's this is I, I nerd out nerded out so much. I was so excited to see Batman be the Batman who I know he he is in the comics and he is in the video games. It's, it's the yeah. only time I think we've, we've had this. And uh, again, I was disappointed we didn't really get it in in, in Justice League, really. I but. I'm guessing you guys didn't like it because of the the violence and because it was just too far. Matches, you want to go? Um, it's not to say that I didn't like it. Um, a lot of the a lot of the stuff that I've got on my list hasn't ha- actually doesn't have any action in there. Um, so yeah, but for me, with that film, it's just it's what it's attached to. Unfortunately, you put that scene in the Dark Knight, and I'd have been like. Wow, that's one of the best scenes ever. It's just because I'm I've got such a bad taste of Batman v Superman that it doesn't really matter what you put in that film. I'm like, I hate that film. Um, yeah. But <laughs> that's just unfortunately. It's just like you've got you got uh, don't want to go too crude, but yeah, you you got diamond in dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, for for yeah, very similar to what she said. Not as good, not as good as that, but um, yeah, it's very very similar. It's it's not in the great, it's not in the greatest film in the world. Um, but also, for me, I think the killing was a bit too much. Like I've, I I completely hundred percent agree with you, Joe. That is the the best representation of Batman's fighting I've seen yeah. in in a film, and I've I've. Like it, it was straight out of Arkham. Arkham is a game. All three of them is a game that I've platinumed them a, a number of times, and mm. I play. I make sure I play every year. So I love. I love mm. those games. I love the the fight style, and yeah. some of the stuff is straight out of Arkham. Um, do you mean the, the the misdirection and the way he took somebody yeah. out from from the lamppost and this strung them up and the, mm. of the use of gadgets. My only thing was it, it was the violence. Um, and it was the it was the killing because I, I I'm not sure if you've seen the I have you seen the um director's cut the Snyder cut yeah yeah there's there's straight up blood like there's a number of people that straight up die and, I, and I'm not talking about, I'm not talking I'm not talking about the canisters or the way he disconnects the grenade and that, that stuff's pretty bad that's all like punishment. But when I, uh, there's one where he straight up, he straight up <laughs> on the 
face in the face and they've got straight up brain damage. They're on the he- on the floor. It's a and it's somebody's head and it smashes their head and they am I watching Batman? Am I watching the Punisher here? Like <laughs> I, I I disagree. And I, I, I wish I wish No 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 I, I, I wish I could remember more man but there's there's a comic I think it is the Dark Knight Returns, maybe it is. Yeah yeah but when he when he says um the guy's like you 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 did he kill that guy and Batman's like no I didn't kill him but he's gonna need he's gonna he's gonna be hundred years of therapy. I can't remember the, the yeah, line. It's, it's from the Dark Knight Returns, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a Batman. He's not afraid to to put someone in hospital with brain, like for brain damage or, or in a coma or whatever. Is that for me? Batman can be that level of of aggressiveness and and, and darkness. No, I completely, I, I completely, I, compl- yeah. I completely agree. I, I'm not. It's not the. It's not the um the aggression that I'm against it, and even the violence. I don't. I don't mind. To me, break somebody's neck, break somebody's somebody's arms, somebody's legs. That's fine. I, I, I get that. It's. It's the straight up. Some people, when you watch it, the, some people are dead. Like <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not comatose. It's they're, they're dead. Like there's, there's no there's no there's no Lazarus pit in this film. They're, they're, they're straight up gone. That's that's where I draw the line. And there was a little bit too. There's a little bit too much in, in that film for me for Batman. Yeah. So, he was on a killing like, spree. <laughs> like you can't, you can't take your kid to watch that film. Like it's not, you're, you're, you're covering their face the whole way through. Like, it's like daddy, I thought this was a comic book movie. <laughs> no, you say no. <laughs> Why is there blood coming out of that man's head? <laughs> oh, definitely not. So it, it's um, true. Yeah, but it's not. It's not a kids' film, is it? It, it, it wasn't targeted at, at kids, was oh, it? Oh no, no, no. I, I would say it's not even targeted at some adults. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, just just for me, I understand what you mean by just the action and the intensity and everything else. I hundred percent agree. It's it's the, it is the best Batman fight scene of all time. Oh yeah, in cinema, yeah, definitely. Without without question, without question. Mm. whether it's it's not something that the reason didn't make my list was because i don't think it's the best comic book scene of all time mm, um, well, again it's not in, yeah like matches said I, it's not in a great film which i don't really enjoy it and that aspect of batman kind of offends me not to a bad if <laughs> not not to to a level where i won't ever watch it but i, I find it difficult to watch because that's not the batman I know, like it's not your Batman, yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's yeah, not, yeah. Not my Batman. I just prefer whoever. Some people don't mind Batman killing. I just, I just think I prefer. I, he doesn't. He values life, so this guy does not value it. In the in the animated film, um, yeah, the Dark Knight Returns. Who's who's the guy he fights at the end? Well, the, the part one one. Yeah, the part one because he he messes him up. But yeah, yeah, he, he mess. He doesn't. He doesn't kill him though, does he? No, he, yeah, he just, but he can't uh, move. No, 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 no. He he turns him into a he, yeah, he he turns him into a vegetable. That's yeah, yeah. yeah he mess he messes him up bad. But I, the thing is, I don't I, because I I love the line in it. It's like, um, uh, was it? I'm a surgeon and yeah, this is my table. This is my operating, this is my operating right. table. I love yeah. I love that, that. So good. I love yeah. that line and the way he systematically takes him down. 
cuts, it cuts the eye, doesn't it? So the blood, you can't see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that, do you mean, I, understand, I get that Batman is a, as a brawler and that's what Zack yeah. Snyder was going for. Yeah, it was just he. I think he took it a bit, a bit too, a bit too far when he started using machine guns. Yeah, the, the Batmobile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's bad. Yeah, yeah, and then he uses. I, I don't know if it's like a tow. He grabs the car. People are in the car, by the way, and then he smashes yeah. it to one people one side, <laughs> smashes it on, on top of somebody else, and he's towing the car for a good five minutes. And yeah. it, but, but my boy Zack Snyder said Batman didn't didn't in kill anybody but it's all indirect so that's okay <laughs> indirect <laughs> oh, indirectly <man>. kill people <laughs> ah, no, that's, that's, that's... <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, he straight up killed people that was straight up straight up murder but um yeah so i mean yeah joel that's a good i think it's a good choice it's not on my list but it was it was on my honorable mention um nice so matches you've done yours number one joel you've done yep. yours Right, let me go through what else I had before I go on to my number one. But my number one's been mentioned anyway, so it's gonna. I think it's gonna be quite, quite short. Uh, Batman interrogation, mentioned that. Avengers Circle Shot. I am Iron Man. Oh yeah, is on there. Uh, yeah. No Man Land fight. Yeah. Uh, Captain America fight scene in the elevator. Oh, I had that as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Thor arrives in Wakanda. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, Man is still Smallville fight scene. Mm. Aurora and Joker introduction. My number one, uh, I think you've mentioned it all already, matches, but my number one is the uh, Endgame scene. Yeah. That's my number number one comic book comic book scene of all time and it's i think it's just i mentioned it previously on uh in during matches um section but i just feel that that was a love letter to the fans from marvel as a thank you the whole the whole film was to be honest there were so many easter eggs and so many throwbacks and so many references to previous films but that that scene in particular where you think caps lot caps by himself and he's lost but then yeah. the thing is because they did the snap around about 25 30 minutes before they turn up so you kind of forget that because you've already got you've got them fighting thanos you've got them the facility being blown up you've got hawkeye finding the gauntlet and ch- being chased you've got hulk drowning at the same time you've then got them all those three fighting thanos mm. cap picks up molinier so by the time you actually get to the scene where the, the shield breaks. That's another thing. The shield breaks in half. So mm. you kind of forget that the snap worked and, and Thanos' whole army's basically just come down from the ship and you see pretty much, again, it's pretty much a, an inclusion of every single villain or monster that they fought previously. You've got the Chitari, you've got um, the, the black army from the Wakanda battle scenes. You've got, You've got the um, the Black Order, um, who were in Infinity War. You've got just armies and armies, and you've just got Cap standing there. And you're just like, mm. oh, what's going on here? And then when you hear, like Matthew said, when you hear Steve, Steve, on your left, yeah, <laughs> and the the portal, he just turns around and the portal opens, and then you see Chadwick Boseman rest in peace. Mm. Um, mm. 
walks through and they don't say anything, but he just gives him a nod of the head and the music just starts to build. It's, it's kind of like a, a chapter to a 23 page book where you've waited for so long to, to see them all together. You wait for so long to see them fight together. You've, you went through the emotion of infinity war where you've lost half of them and then mm. they all come back and they're all standing together. And then you get the line Avengers assemble. And then you get the, the best comic book fight scene of all, of all time. So you've got the emotion of them coming back, but then you've also got the action that you come to or kind of expect from a comic book film. And it, it, it just, it's just so iconic. It, it's the, I think it's the it's the staple mark and it's the thing that any other studio, any other franchise has to now live up to. Yeah. You, yeah. You, do you know I mean like they've they're trying to do that with Godzilla versus Kong? The Kong film was okay. The Godzilla film ha, films haven't been great. Now you've got Godzilla versus King Kong. They've built up, they've done three films. This is their fourth film, and they've tried to build up to it. But everyone's trying to do that, but no one's got as close as Marvel to that to that scene and the scene ends with with us losing iron man saying exactly what he said at the start of the mcu i am iron man mm. and his death like it's it it really is this for me it's the staple it's it's it it's it's the gold star anybody who's going to come follow it has to has to try and beat it so for mm. me my number my number one is is that end game scene where all the heroes turn up and there's just so many great fight scenes in that in that scene um so many great interactions so many great conversations um one of the one of the things i know something really small really silly but um where you see iron man and pepper go back to back and they're fighting each other off i don't know yeah. why i really enjoyed that i just thought it mm. was, yeah just just a little thing like that like like i, I know pepper's no probably never used the suit before and just, what's she doing in that battle but it was i just thought it was a nice because they because they started the mcu together and to see the development also of their relationship where she's got his back. I, oh. I just thought, yeah, I just thought it, it was, it was great for her to, to be on the battle, the battlefield, uh, but then also to be there to watch him die too. Um, it sounds like you like romance there, Jay, is it? <laughs> well, I've, I've, <laughs> I've, always, I've always said that my favorite, probably my favorite couple in comic book history, not comic history, but comic movie history is probably Pepper and Tony. Um mm. I just think that there it's it you just saw a natural a very mm. it wasn't never it was never forced it was never cheesy yeah it was just a natural progression of their relationship she worked for him she had feelings for him they got together they broke up and it, it, and it was little even this little conversations throughout the MCU where I we spoke about civil war previously and one of we we spoke about Iron Man's motivations in Civil War, was it correct or Cap's motivations? One of the most secret lines or one, the one that slipped in is they're broken up. He's broken up with Pepper, but he explains to Steve that he wanted the Accords to split the difference. He, because he couldn't give up being Iron Man, he thought the Accords would allow him to spend time with Pepper and he wouldn't have to be so dedicated to being Iron Man. Mm. And I just thought little things like that. You've seen that the progression of their relationship to the point where they have a, they have a child. Um, I I just think it's done extremely well. It's not forced mm-hmm. down your face like Thor and Jane and all that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean like at the start of the MCU yeah. or 
anybody else. It's just very a natural flow. And they've got they've got great banner and chemistry. So yeah. Mm, yeah, very good. Yeah. So I mean that's my number one. Any questions, guys, anything about each other? That was a that was a long list. <laughs> I think we covered quite a bit. Yeah. No. Matches? Yeah. No, I totally agree with you, man. Um mm. love that. Okay. Love that thing. Okay. Um so let's round up w- what our top five were and then uh wrap up for this week. Matches, you want to go? What are you? What's your yeah. top five? Everyone, do yourself a favor. Go to YouTube and type in Iron Man suit up. Um, I think it's yeah. the Mark one. You're gonna love it. Trust me. So yeah. that's number, my number five. Number four is Bane breaking Batman back. Number three is the end of the Dark Knight. Also, go to YouTube. Watch that. It's amazing. Um, number two was what was my number two? Um, number two was um, Avengers Assemble, wasn't it? No, you, yeah, Avengers Assemble. Yeah, number two was Avengers Assemble. Yeah, yeah, number two was Avengers Assemble, and number one was the 360 Avengers because I kept changing those two. Uh, yeah, we had the same number one and number two. Yeah, <laughs> Joel, what you got? I had um, number five was Batman Master of the Phantasm, but I didn't plan on being happy. Uh, number four was Kick-Ass, uh, Big Daddy's Death. Number number three was uh, Infinity War, No Place to Die. Uh, number two was Watchmen, uh, Bob Dylan Entrance. Uh, and uh, Batman vs Superman was my number one. The Batman scene, best Batman scene. <laughs> <laughs> I agree on that point. Um, my top five was the Joker Batman interrogation, airport scene as in Civil War, Joker introduction of Dark Knight, uh, Avengers uh, Circle Shot is number number two, and my number one is the uh, Avengers Endgame fight scene. That whole overall last hour of the film is just is just magical. Can watch that over and over again. Um, But guys, most important thing is what do you guys think? Name your top five in the comments below. Like, share, and subscribe. All that good stuff. I am your host, Jay. And here with my two co-hosts, Matches and Joel. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Peace.